0: Street smoking techniques? That's what we're gonna talk about, man. What you got? What's up with the street smoking? I had nowhere else to go. Okay, I was on the streets. <laughs> yeah, made me
1: think. I'm like, hmm. I like it. I like it. You're gonna have to have some tight street. I mean, you're in Newark. We're guys. We're gonna talk a little bit about. Scotty was on a New York trip, so you gotta. Be, you said you didn't. You didn't have a hotel room with no balcony, a rental car, nowhere to go. So you gotta up your street smoking game. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little hand rolling right there. Wow, hang on, banners right out of sight. What did you call them, man? The little luncher joints? Dog walkers. Dog walkers, man. Banners from New <laughs> York, though. Uh, also, on today's
1: Dude Grow Show, man, we're going to talk a little grow as well um, humidity and pH methods by Barely Burning, Burly Burn Hardly. Hold on. Barely Burning. Burly burn hardly. I think I got it. Yeah, better you like than me, it. sir. We're going to talk a little bit about equipment, man. How are you measuring? How are you measuring your pH? What type of equipment are you using? How are you measuring uh, humidity? Uh, barely burning, burly burn hardly is in the dry phase right now. He's got two meters telling totally different numbers. So I want to go over geek out on a little bit of equipment advice, as well as the what did he call it? I think he calls it the solo cup method, like the challenge where growers are oh, going Yeah, that's
2: who can actually pull the fun. most.
1: Yeah, let's bullshit about it. I don't know if I'm down or not, but it could be fun. Maybe we'll have to do it. Uh, in the news, nation's first topless cannabis dispensary? Question mark. Um, strip club owners float new idea in western Massachusetts. Thanks, JPen87. He's like the DDC news producer on the scene, man. He's always sending stuff over on Patreon in the news, so I appreciate it.
0: I hear the motorcycle revving in the distance, man. Mm. (laughs) Bonzi is about to jump the shark, man. All right. You don't know um, know what's happening there. It's two things I really like, though.
1: Oh, I'm trying to smoke a bowl and I don't even have it packed yet. Apparently, we can still smoke bowls. I think, guys, we'll talk a little bit about um, recent shows on YouTube where we've been hiding and blurring flower and um, trying to figure out not being shadow banned and partying in the algorithm. And, I, you know, I don't know. Susan's gone, but somebody
0: else is there. We're just navigating it, guys. I am a little bit scarred about, uh, getting our channel with 91,000 followers, uh, yanked or subscribers yanked. That was hurtful, man. You know what hurt worse than me for some weird reason is Grambo. <laughs> yes. And so Grambo <laughs> really has been, Hey, man, you're, you're working your ass up. You're giving the best hours or some of the best hours of your life to this cause now. Man, you don't want to see the channel get yanked either. Yeah. And. I love when the show gets out to 15 or 18,000 people as opposed to 2,500. So I'm, I'm willing to play by some of the rules. Uh, some of the rules. <laughs> I will say, though, I think we found a good idea. And that is uh, we've got our Patreon. We pay for a little bit of extra hosting there. Uh, when we are finished this show, I'm gonna start talking, man, or I'm gonna keep on talking. I've got uh, some juf weed I'm gonna show off. I've got uh, uh, quite a few. I've got five or six different weed, uh, uh, types of cannabis and grambo. You can actually show images, right? Yep. I told and and Manor, those... hes allowed to talk about the different fragrances and subtle nuances for as long as he wants in the post show. So yes,
2: can I give a pack of seeds away?
0: Ooh. I don't know. Can we do can we say we're doing that on you anyway? Yes, you definitely can Uh, hang out. Patrons go over, hang out. We're trying to uh, give you a little bit of extra love over there. So uh, you should see a post show as long as nothing happens, man. It's not lightning. I'll
1: I'll shout out to everybody listening as well. All you podcasters out there. What's up? I know plenty of you listen to the show. I don't want you to think that I'm just, uh, what do I say? Round nose and YouTube too much, or whatever the hell you want to call it. But um, there, it's all part are, of our.
0: There are overlords, man. All right. At any point in time, they can overlords. just snuff us out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so, also in the news, we get to it here. Um, cannabis chain once worth $1.7 sure, on paper, and called the Apple store of weed is now nearly falling, failing, as the once hot pot industry faces a major reckoning. What a title.
0: What does <laughs> that mean? Reckoning. You said on paper. What does that mean? Does that just mean they made a bunch of stock and said it was worth that much? Or people were willing? That's, that's weird, man. You know, I don't have, know. I'm no businessman like that. Yeah.
1: I, I just stay away. I've heard of some deals when people are like, yeah, well, we'll buy your business for this much, but this much of it is in stock like, hmm, <laughs> hmm, I don't That's know. awesome. That's awesome. This, this episode brought to you by Real Growers, guys. RealGrowers.com. Also on Amazon. Shout Real Growers Recharge into your phone, into the Amazon search bar. Pick up some grow dots. Recharge. Uh, get a bunch of knowledge. Help your grow, man. You're going to see better plants in 48 hours, according to Scotty. Uh, Stronger. Enhancing your rhizosphere. And uh, really, the one thing I don't promote enough, Scotty, is... The fact of what is all in. I was looking at another product the other day that had kelp and mycorrhizae in it. Recharge has the kelp, mycorrhizae, fulvic humic, trichoderma, bacillus strains. Uh, really, just an all-in-one pairing where you could see about four, five, six, seven, even different products. Sometimes people have
0: to, to hit each basis they- of those ingredients. They do different things. The kelp is loaded. It's a biostimulant. It's got plant hormones that make it the fastest growing plant in the world. Uh, the humics and fulvics are chelators. They get the, those biostimulants to be uptaken by the plant. Uh, bacteria, sometimes the soil favors bacteria. Uh, bacterial growth and dominance, sometimes it's fungal dominance. So by putting all these things in there, you kind of get it to work at a wide range of of, uh, soil pHs and a wide range of soils. And you get a bunch of different benefits from it, man.
1: 100%. I dig. RealGrowers.com. DudesWorld.ca in Canada. If you want some recharge and grow dots, if you're shopping for your pro guy, for your pro, for your grow, (laughs) DudeGrowers.com. Forward slash pros. I hold this pros list valuable. DDC vetted gear. All the coupon codes are listed there, and a great way to uh, do an upgrade or get some good equipment for your growth. Sorry, dude. I want to do it.
0: I want to do a grow dot to me, man. I saw we were hanging out. Uh, we had such a good time. We'll talk about the New York meetup in a minute. But it was uh, all of us were hanging out in Neutrino. <clears throat> it set the whole thing up. Awesome dude. Uh, just a slimmer guy. You know, he's, he, he reminded me we were talking about grow styles. And he was organic. And it was only because there was this huge bodybuilder dude. And, you know, that was kind of standing at the door. Yeah, hey, one of the owners, and he was really fucking nice dude, actually, man. But uh, he was deep water culture. I was like, "That's deep water culture. You're organic." And I was gonna make a meme out of it, and I decided I would stand over on the side and kind of be the fat, lazy, stoned one and be grow dots. Thought that'd be a good ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo, Good
1: times. That would be a good meme there. You should you should have <laughs> pulled it off, Scotty.
0: Uh, DDC hey. Cup guys, it's on sale. What's up? I was gonna tell you that we have uh, go for it, man. I got too much on the on onto the, my mind today. You go, really. Just gdzcup.com, man. March first, tickets are on sale to everybody.
1: If you plan on going, don't wait. Um, it will sell out, and uh, we have a, a max capacity. I think it's like four, right around four hundred. And to tell you the truth, it's a great number. We should just keep it at four twenty, Scotty. Uh, but the tickets, if you guys are producers, make sure you log into Patreon there. You're going to get your 20% off discount, um, whether there's still some VIP and co- competitor tickets left, but they're running thin, and then GA, but you can get 20% off any ticket. Go to dudegrows.com forward slash support if you want to be a DGC producer or catch the after show that we're starting to do because we want to be able to show off cannabis Flower dank nugs, buds people give us. Uh, so that's going to be the new after show for you guys that are supporting the show. Dugros.com forward slash support for all the benefits, guys. 30 cents a day. Is
0: that right, Scotty? 30 cents a day, okay? You can either feed <laughs> a starving child or
2: support the DGC, man, you know? Uh, $10
0: Shit. a month or Let
1: me 30 cents a day. A uh, great way, guys, to make the show happen. Thank you very much, DGC producers. Like, Jouf. let's do a couple here. And New York, thank yeah. you,
0: what's going on? Ha <laughs> ha, big word, big word for 20, man. And Neutrino Organics. All right, these are all guys that were hanging out at the uh, uh, at the event, man. This was fun. This was a great time. And sometimes it's good to be all Scotty. I walk into a place where I'd never been before and people start handing me weed and smoking joint after joint of amazing weed with, man. I'm like... <laughs> i've done something all right man so it was amazing man i had a great time there i think we're talking about that
1: coming up maybe or is it on saturday's show where you talk about uh, concentrates in the smoke scene
0: and smoke is not holding its legs is that for saturday's show or this, today's show all right, let's talk about it on today's show, man. I'd I'd love to just bullshit while it's fresh on my mind, just bullshit all about this New York thing that happened. Because it was it made me think. All right. There's a lot of time to think in New York, dude. All right. Well, let's tackle uh in a good way
1: some grow talk here. Uh oh. and take it over to humidity and pH methods. Uh with some good comments as usual. Eight comments on this. Um, and this is in from barely burning, burly burn hardly. I got it nailed now. <laughs> Three quick things here we'll hit. First of all, trying to dry and having issues. I went and got an AC, which I'm running alongside my heat and the rest of the house, so I have my right, my temp right. Got it. I'm always disappointed with my dry when I get to thinking uh, better. test my humidity against my other one, just to be sure. So he's got two meters, uh, basically, that are right next to each other. They're the hygrometers. And you can't, yeah, these are, they're, they're in bud right now, so I guess we can't show them. But regardless, one's reading, and this is right on a drying rack. All the uh, uh, string and all these pieces of uh, plant are hanging there drying and the hygrometers are hanging like right in the plant material. Hygrometer, again, guys, reads humidity and temperature and typically remembers your high point and low point of the day. It's a handy device. One of these hygrometers is reading 72% humidity and the other one's reading 54% humidity. They're the same brand and it looks like they're within a foot of each other. So that's kind of annoying. Like well, you think about if
0: you know, a yeah, if a leaf is sitting over one of those sensors, it's only got a little, little tiny sensor, in it. you know it's got those three little slits where we can catch air through, but that's not a lot of, of, uh, of sensor, Point, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if something's covering it, or just microclimates, bro. I think it was. Uh, who was it here?
1: It Might have been Coach Coach Steve in the comments. Um, yeah, those hygrometers have literally the buds touching them. You need to be out in the open air a little bit more away from the actual flower and from that area. And like Scotty, you said it in microclimates. But I like to cross-reference, dude. I know it can add up. Your most basic thing you could get to cross-reference with is like an analog run. So you would call it no batteries in it, nothing. It's just a needle and goes to whatever the
0: humidity is. Um, yep. they're 12 I have bucks in Home pulse. Depot. Uh I have one at Micro and it's easy you can check it out and then you can compare it against the really they, only like 20 bucks for the digital ones you know the the nice digital ones 20 bucks each so you have one analog and one digital temperature and humidity yeah i would get uh, get a few i i have a
1: hygrometer one like is shown in here for like 20 bucks 15 bucks i don't have an analog one my other one is uh the desktop co2 monitor from hydrofarm costs about 150 bucks then you guys can measure co2 and it also data logs meaning it over the past 24 hours or more you can see the co2 graph or you can see and it's very, those have worked for me for years and it's pretty accurate along with my pulse 1 which has a co2 meter and well a quality one right um you don't need to go that far like i'm i'm i got all this different things but i like to have at least two things to reference I mean, I'll bet you when he gets these things out of the flower material and a little bit apart, they'll come closer than set. Right now, they're like, what, 12%, 54 64 fucking more than that, 72 to 54%. Yeah, it'll level out. But I'll bet you the difference in those, if he's just doing that, like, you're probably right around where you want to be in there for humidity in a, in a drying area. Don't chance on your environmental monitoring shit, though. These things are just a basis to have. I would not rely on these things as my number one device for my grow. I'm gonna have to get it. Go ahead. About those
0: microclimates. Just because you're monitoring, uh, you know, the temperature, temperature and humidity in a corner, unless you've got real good circulation going around that room, it's not going to be an accurate reading. So make sure that you have excellent invest, in, especially in a drying tent. Invest in circulation. You get one of them squirrel cage fan kind of things where it, uh, uh, it does. It's just an air mover, almost like if you were like a carpet dryer or something. Or if you ever seen. Those things, but they've got fans that are just basically there to move air. Uh, you can take like a you know a small like a can fan or something like that, and just vent air from the bottom and then move it up to the top. But just moving that air all around, uh, keeping the humidity from getting uh, you know making microclimates. Uh, I think that's important, as important as your yeah. as your gauges. You said it enough. The uh,
1: I don't say it enough, but yeah, somebody the other day was like, I have two little clip on fans on my floor of my grow tent with like the clip parts removed so they just sit right on the bottom rack and then people someone's like why do you have fans sitting on the floor i'm like dude it's a small grow space like you're just saying i want that air not aggressively but moving all throughout
0: constantly I used to love. Um, so. They used to have these room circulators, and it was a fan, metal blade fan that you could put like at a ninety degree angle. So it's just no, maybe it's one hundred and eighty degree angle. You could put it flat, and you just have it blowing straight up. And CO two is heavier than air, so CO two wants to fall. Uh, but by and, and cool air is is uh, it hangs down on the ground. So just being able to circulate that cool air and warm air and CO two enriched air, uh, it's huge, man. I will tell you my favorite fan, um, you guys, if you
1: want, so far that I've ever used in the in grow tent space is uh, AC Infinity has that, uh, man, I'm brain farting on the name of it. But it's a clip-on oscillating smaller sure. fan for a grow tent. And it has like, again, like I think 10 speeds, which is so nice. You could just really dial it in too close to the plant or
0: far away, or far away it is from the plant.
1: Um, But if we're talking about drying,
0: though, they don't want uh, you don't want it blowing directly on the plant. No, Not at all.
1: I don't use any air movement in my dry space. It's just closed up. I mean, it's under airs.
0: I put one. I have those AC Infinity fans going on underneath the buds. You know Mm what I mean? So I got my buds hanging up and then under I've got at the very bottom of the tent, the AC Infinity, just blowing it around. Yeah, I think you can put them up top too, but just some kind of air movement there, you know? Keep them micro Uh,
1: Do shop for anything for your grow at AC Infinity, which, by the way, it is the last day today you can enter. We have a 2 by 2 AC Infinity tent paired with an HLG 150 Patriot. Man, Patriot from Horticulture Lighting Group, a great little 2 by 2 kit that you can use for anything. Cloning, drying, little veg tent, a mini bloom tent, uh, breeding project tent. I don't know. It's ready to go uh ddc producers it's the last day log into patreon and just that's the top post pinned comment on it you're in to win and if you guys shop over there at ac infinity coupon code dude grows another Man, part of this drying, question i'm sorry a drying <clears throat> tent
0: used to sound so bougie and now it sounds like something almost everyone would need <laughs> no i'm gonna be like i have my separate drying tent but it makes so much sense now to spend a few hundred bucks Get a two-by-two two or a two-by-four with a, a fan and a filter and a temperature, humidity, you know, controller. Jeez, and do it right.
1: you me paranoid now about my, my bud under the stairs right here next to me. It's been under there for almost six days, and I haven't checked on it. Um, I have to go give it a look. Give it some fresh yeah. air. It's pretty oh. a decent space under the stairs. Like, it's not small. It's more than a tent, sure. but I don't circulate much air there.
0: And I know about you, dude. You grow dank bud. I have pictures that show up on my Google picture frame of when we first got here, uh, trimming bud that was grown under your stairs. And they're gorgeous, man. Anytime I want to try you, I back off and say, you know what, man? You grows dank bud. You can, yeah, but last
1: time I, I did dry under these stairs, which I've done many times, the biggest bud, of course, got some mold on it. But no other bud under the stairs. No other part of that plant did, and it was probably, I'm assuming, because it was holding the moist most moisture, of course. You know, you're more prone to getting that mold. It wasn't from the grow; it was from the right. drying process that the mold came on. Bummer, dude. Keep it moving, okay. man. I want to ask uh, Banner sitting there. Hit this one quick. He's uh, asking about. Uh, on another note, does anyone still do the red cup? A red cup challenge. A few years back, when that was a thing, I actually surprised. I was surprised with the result, considering that they basically um, sat under my others and only have about a three-fourth cup of cocoa. So this is where you use like the red solo cup, what's at a proper pint, maybe. And I guess everybody, the rules could be whatever. Everybody gets the same genetics is probably the best. Same cut probably keeps it the most even part on that end of the competition. And
0: is it just by weight? Have you ever grown out something this small to I- finish? I think it is just by weight, isn't it? The solo cup challenge you win. Know. Yeah, it seems kind of cruel to me. It's just, you know what I mean? I guess it's the same thing, though, is uh, I was listening, I was talking to uh, a couple commercial growers and one of them was telling me they all grow in Rockwell. I think it was my buddy Mike was telling me they all grow in, in rockwool, man. And think about it. what's a Rockwell? it's a six inch cube, probably not much more volume than a solo cup, Right. How would you
1: grow yours? I'm just quick. hit. How would you choose if you were doing this? You had a cut. What would your grow
0: style be in a solo cup? Can I do Free bottom football. wicking on the solo cup? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would put a blue mott on there is what I would do. But, uh, like yeah, but you got, yeah, you got to keep this thing. I mean, when you do the rock wool even they're watering. It. It's either six or eight times a day. Remember we did that Dutch table method. We were talking about that and they just uh, continually just hit it with, Tiny little bursts of water, you know, little ounces. They measure it in was, ounces. Yeah, you know, I was picturing like
1: I'd put this thing on an IV, like it's just gonna get a drip every yeah. once in a while, I and mean, just. But you'd have to make the rule that the roots stay in the cup, because then my first thought was, well, can the roots grow out of the cup, and then I'll just create a reservoir under it, right. and then yeah, see what happens with that. But I would, I would, yeah, uh, the irrigation wise, I agree with you. Um, And I don't think I would try any type of enriched media, any type of, quote, super soil. We always talk about the battery with that. Um, And this is going to have to be something where you're giving it a constant feed, some type of synthetic nutrients, some type of chelated synthetic nutrients would be my go to.
0: Yeah, I would think so, too. It's not big enough reservoir for organics, man. Are we doing it? Does Banner want to do a red
1: cup channel? I can't do it. I'm not in the same country to get the same cut. I think you've got to do the
0: same cut. It seems like I'm already to do the solo cup challenge because I always take extra clones that sit in the solo cups until they're ridiculously big. And uh would
2: Kenny be interested
0: you're already too big.
1: Mm, I don't know about You that. gotta go t- I think the way to pull this off the bus and we'll move on is to go 12-12 from seed. By the time you already have a cut, a rooted cut, usually I mean it's like, you know, at least four or six inches tall, maybe like yeah well, you, want I think to you 12, grow 12, 12. a big old
0: I think you just take yourself a rooted clone and just uh flower up when I say a rooted clone I got some clones that are like teens I think I might want to try all right are we trying this I think we might have to try it I'm all set up all I have to do is all I have to do is move the cup from the veg to flower and I'm doing the solo cup challenge so. You have to set up irrigation, though. Like you said, I was like, when's the
1: next time I'm going to be home for 70 days straight, two times a day to water this thing? <laughs>
2: it yes. has to be
1: on an irrigation
0: plant. I'm, so, doing, I'm doing the all right, I'm putting it on my reservoir.
1: Let's think about it. Let's think about it. <laughs> One more hit on here. pH issue. I've been using the drops the last couple rounds. So using the drops to measure pH at first, I was like, I thought he meant concentrated up and down pH drops, but he's talking about like the pool or aquarium test kit. Clear water, put some drops in there. It's a very stable. You can't have bad batteries or anything digital effing up on you. It's fairly accurate, except for when your damn solution isn't good in color, because you need to start (laughs) with a pretty clear color, right? Yes,
0: you're right, man. Uh, What are you laughing at? I just laughing at foggy, you know, if you have cloudy reservoir, I'm laughing at all the cloudy reservoirs that I poured way too much nutrient into. Mm-hmm. Like liquid karma. Remember the liquid karma back in the day? I have that yeah, on my, like on my nice reservoir. Stuff. Yeah, it would, it would cloud up the res, mm-hmm. let's just say. It would just be gray after that.
1: Well, step one is uh, if you can have a growth style and a water source that you're familiar with. That's key. So, you don't have to measure pH anymore. You're letting the microbes do the work, as we always preach on the show. But I say you do need to, like, I know my waters off the well always been right around seven. So, I know my starting point doesn't have really anything in it. The PPMs are really low, EC is really low. So, you need to know those things. And otherwise, I don't use a meter. But if you need a meter and you're trying to measure, I mean, we've uh, forever on this show, Blue Labs has been good to this industry. They stepped it up, they provide good meters. A husband and wife grow team. They're like, stop wasting time on cheap stuff. Get a blue lab. Um, Ours has lasted over two years now with no issues. But that always goes, Scotty. People complain and like shit that breaks, but are they taking care of it properly? Because a pH meter, no matter what brand, has care to it,
0: right? Or it's going to go bad pretty quick whoa like a ph meter specifically a tds meter a salts meter pretty easy to take easy. care of and they're cheap ph meters are expensive man and you have to leave them there's a calibration fluid that you have to leave them in uh it sits in a cap if that calibration fluid spills or evaporates it will screw up your probe to the point where not no not yes.
1: immediately. It takes a few times, but you're really not going to get the life out of the meter. And that's my main turn off with it because I'm pretty good at maintaining shit. Right. But to have to maintain another tool for the garden that costs a decent amount and keep the probe wet, calibrate it, have calibration solutions. So then I need storage solution, calibration solution, um, and then pH, 2 pH because you need two-point calibrate it when you do down to four and up to seven. Um, so it is a bit more shit to have on hand for me. I'm not against it, though. When you need it, it's clutch, depending on your growth style. Um, and, yeah, I would shout out, to the husband-wife grow team uh, recommending Blue Lab. What's up, Coach? Yeah, Steve, help out. No, no.
0: I just got to say, I right. don't have a wife or a husband to help me out, you know, <laughs> calibrate my uh, meter for me, you know? By the way, I can imagine how this is going being a married person, you know? Honey, could you grab the calibration fluid for me? It's time to calibrate the meter. Yes, sweetheart. Would you like a beer, too? Anything? <laughs>
1: No, no. <laughs> 903 grows it though. Says, I bought my Blue Lab pH meter three years ago and it's still very accurate. I put a few drops of the KCI storage solution in every month. And at, with half a year's calibration, it's been perfect. So I guess once you're in the routine, it's really not too bad. What's up, Hawkman?
0: Maestro helping out in sunny Inbektopia. Thank you, DGC. <laughs> I love Hawkman. Been grown for 30 years plus and never check pH values uh always had exceptional <laughs> plants and yields for the hobbyist cultivator ph stuff is a money grabber and one really doesn't need to check ph man i mean that is a little bit extreme right there <laughs> i mean i have had my plants no, you're liking it you're, you're you're liking yeah, it yeah. you? i'm 90 yeah. percent there i've had they change reservoirs on me one time and my ph went i can't remember but it was so high and i was like what's going on my regular stuff isn't working but uh uh Uh, Other than that, man, you let your soil pH your plants. You know, the soil has microbes in there. Same thing with the bacteria. Bacteria can solubilize nutrient at uh, way different pH than uh, trichoderma and fungi. And they work at these, you know, high and low uh, levels. And that's what pH is your plant.
1: I wanted to... uh... Shout out to all those people commenting. Guys, dogrows.com is a great place to get up your grower questions. Go check out some Dank Nugs. Have some fun with the memes. Um, Cuz, we go we pick grow questions for the show as well as look at the community helping out, man. Love it. Use the search bar over there even if you don't have a question to post to see what's up. Maybe it was something you want to do in your grow. Uh, DGC producers, we've got a couple to shout out here, Scotty. Like. What it is, what it ain't,
0: all right? What it is, what it ain't, and Green Golfer, what's going on? Uh, that's like Scotty Real hangs out with <laughs> it's his alter ego, man. What it is, what it ain't, okay? What's the matter? A little too real for you? <laughs> green Golfer, man. Somebody was asking me about golf a couple of days ago. And can you get away with smoking weed on the golf course? That's what we should talk about, man. Next, uh, next show best places to smoke weed in different places? On the golf course, man. How do you smoke on the golf course, dude? Because I heard a lot of people smoke of- weed in golf, dude.
1: Are some of the most surprisingly acceptable places you've seen people
0: just burn You're like, no, really? Okay, it's cool here? How <laughs> <laughs> about Blunt Kushner? Shout out to Blunt Kushner. I like that. <laughs> they a real name? I dig. I dig. I see. uh, So this
1: is where we'd cut to the dank nugs in the show. Usually a few things, like we said in the beginning of the show, um, stay tuned for the post show, which will be over on Patreon for you guys. We'll be doing that uh, probably every show. I don't know. You know how we always try a lot of fun things on Dude Grow Show. So but for sure, we're gonna have a little post show. Uh, Dank nugs up for you guys on Patreon. You guys supporting the show and then also a sticker contest. Maybe coming to everybody is what you and Banner are
0: working on. Dude, me and Ben have been working on, we need some kind of, some way to give away stuff. So we've been working on, and when I send stuff out to, or recharge out to stores, I love sending these stickers. I'll get stickers, sometimes just uh we'll make stuff up, and man, I wanted to de- I wanted to crowdsource it, And So uh, we got re- uh, dudegrows.com slash stickers, but going over to dudegrows.com, you'll see where to do it. Um you just use Canva or something like that, and you make your little design, you upload it, and then we're gonna do a contest. I think once a week, we're gonna pick our weekly winners, once a month, give out some kind of big prize, and uh, yeah, it seems like some way to uh, give things away, but the real kind of, not secret agenda, the real agenda is to normalize cannabis, to normalize growing cannabis, let people know, one of the stickers should just say, weed is good. I'm gonna present that one but just to stick, uh, what was one? I wet my plants, uh, grow your own. Uh, we got the no mids. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make that one banner? Yeah. So it's just some fun, fun way to express yourself. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: I was listening to a lady up here on, I'll say as real quick, as you say, prohibition is still strong in a lot of places. And I was surprised to hear it here in British Columbia, Canada on, uh, equivalent to like NPR radio news type station, talk radio on the FM. And this doctor was being interviewed and I've heard her before talk about stuff that irritated me. But And I think her voice might irritate me too. But, and this was before I heard her say things like, they're discussing cannabis as medicine. And she's like, yes, there are reports that it is helping people as medicine. But when we go into the numbers, we find that most of the people that are using cannabis as medicine are not exercising and going to physiotherapy which is a side effect of cannabis, being lazy. And I'm like, oh, fuck Ah. me. Like, come on, you're really going here? And then she also talks about how it's addictive and how cannabis can be addictive because you do need more of it. Your tolerance will go. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. She's not Um, wrong. I mean, I could believe it.
2: I fucking love cannabis,
0: but she's not wrong. You know, there's days when I'm like... Yeah, we would leave the house, but I'd have to like shovel the driveway and shit, man, so, just no thanks, I'll stay high.
2: I always love the old expression where it's it's like, weed doesn't make you lazy. Lazy people love weed. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's like, a, a correlation does example. not equivalent to causation. <laughs> oh, this guy's brilliant. Yeah, I, I like brilliant. that. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Let's, let's, yes. let's remember that. But and yeah, hey, hang on.
0: As far as hey. weed being addictive, first thing I wanted to do when I got to wherever the fuck I get off a plane is find a place to smoke a joint, man, or score some weed if I don't have some. So I don't know if that's habit-forming, but yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, all right. Thank you for putting some clarity into that, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> so let's take it into the... Uh, the what you, got, you, were in New, you were in New York. You guys did a meetup, which is really cool. I see a note here saying it's like... Still super gray market, like
0: backpack days, like where you could take backpack into the dispensary or some shit? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I'll start in the beginning. We went to a cannabis club. Uh, actually, in the very beginning, anywhere you're walking around the city or even not in the city, uh, you can go to a lot of places and get either a pre-rolled or a blunt or a shitty cart. But like thousands of places, like almost any place that sells rolling papers, from my experience, any place that sells bongs will either have that or somebody standing there going, hey, man, you want some weed? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting place, man. Uh, the New York crew met up. They did not disappoint. Uh, Wolf Buds, Neutrino. Thank you for setting that up, brother. Jeez, um, who else? A uh, Of course, man, Juve it's nice. actually an edible artist, man. An edible artist. Check these out really quick, dude. These are just uh, aside from having no idea what the strength is. Look, these gummy worms look all professional, dude. That thing's getting the shit <laughs> out. They're about. A, I gotta say, they got to be 150 milligrams because uh, he he gave me a few of these and kind of you got to respect strong edibles. Mm-hmm. So I, I ate them. I was like, all right, I'll eat these for the airplane ride home. So I ate them as I turned the rental car in. I ate one and uh, they were fucked up, man. <laughs> they were really strong. <laughs> I'm walking around What's the, the game airplane. with that. I figured it would just pass out on the plane. It did make the, it was like a four or five hour ride home. I think it was a four hour ride home, something like that. It made it nice and
1: relaxing and fun. I mean, I guess for me, it's if uh, I mean, we have different tolerances and edibles for sure, but I like first, I got to the only time I might, there's just so many things that aren't in your control with travel. You have to be very flexible, of course. You might be waiting to.
0: I, I waited till I was at the airport. The plane was on time. You know what I mean? I had, you know, I was there two hours early. I'd already, you know, like I said, I was returned the rental car. What could go wrong, dude? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, this now you can handle this fine, I'm sure. Just a simple, simple example of what go we wrong. Like for me, uh, two times ago, I just you know a little spinny thing. Put your hands up to like see if you're carrying any whatever. And the first time, I think I moved or something. The guy's like, you gotta stay still. And the second time, I think I looked left or something. And the guy, the TSA guy, got it's like you moved again. Come over here. He's like, now we got to do this. And then it takes him two minutes to explain to me how he's going to go up my inner thighs and how, you know, I'm going to be feeling here. They basically grope your ass and everything. So that's just an example. I'm not saying I'd freak out if I was on edibles. um, But if you find it relaxing, I suppose. But I think you said a little stressful as well. No,
0: I was fine. dude. I know my wife? Damn, just trying not to get in trouble with the wife because it starts going to where all I can do is just (laughs) laugh. Like, I just look over and I start laughing. So I just stare up ahead and I just start laughing to myself, like just laughing, you know? And so uh, this is good. uh, Yeah, I guess so. And then, you know, you get the, I hate it when you're on those things. So anyway, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be on the plane for four hours. I'm like, let me go grab something to eat. hadn't eaten yet that day. Um. Walked around, I'd seen like a whole bunch of food and uh, I was in the LaGuardia airport. I'll give you a little just disclaimer. Don't ever go to LaGuardia airport, man. Go to any <laughs> airport other than LaGuardia. It's like, I don't know, it was like built in the 40s or something. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But... um I walk around, I'm like, let me find some food. There's like a woman, you know, at the information kiosk. It's New York, though, man. I go and, I, and I'm ripped. And I just, all I can say is, excuse me, where's the food court? And she just goes, what's your flight number? When are you leaving? And I'm like, what? and then I gave her at the wrong time. She goes, where are you going? And she starts asking me all these fucking questions. And I'm like, what and I guess she's like, you ain't got time to go to the food court. What are you nuts? And all I could do, just sitting there laughing. My eyes are just all messed. I was just like, oh, they're going to call security on me. I am the guy that can't stop laughing. And I was, all I was doing was trying to walk away from her without her just knowing. But she knew. Yeah, New York's a different attitude, man. So, well, I mean... Yeah, that's where
1: you got to be careful with if you're somebody that's too sensitive with tone, maybe, or
0: loudness. Yeah, I was shocked, but there's a lot of people in New York that talk like that. They're very assertive, very aggressive. But at the same time, this woman had a smile on her face the whole time, or at least enough of a smile that I knew she was, high. She was okay. You know, she wasn't miserable. Damn, I tell you what, man, that was a rarity in New York. <laughs> I seen so much resting bitch people? face there, man. I don't I just seen resting bitch face. I think there is with a lot mean? of people, it's a lot of it means like when somebody's staring, staring in the traffic, they're like this, man. You know, or they're just angry or sad or you know, when nobody's looking. Uh, I don't know. Nobody's looking. Hopefully I'm staring in the space smiling, you know, thinking of something fun or, uh, but yeah, I just seen it. And it's because you can't let anybody in. In Colorado, we don't even beep. There could be a green light and somebody could be distracted on their phone or something like that. And nobody wants to beep. It's that passive. We're like, ah, let him do his thing. I'll catch the next light. Well, at at least
1: New York, New York's got the cure resting bitch face now they got the cannabis so maybe it'll start to slowly change because like whoa cannabis makes it hard to have resting bitch
0: face you are so right man and that's huge though because it does It, it changes man it's very easy to go negative if you're surrounded by negativity when you're staring out and you got nothing to think about it's very easy to go negative you know cannabis i think a lot of times puts you in a positive mindset. It certainly does for me. I think I me. got That's it nailed.
1: It. Maybe a good example of resting bitch face is Robert De Niro in the movie Taxi, driving, taxi driver, driving around New York because he does this drive around a lot where there's no, no music, there's nothing going
0: on but just him looking out like... There was a time when that was like, my favorite movie, man.
1: <laughs> no. I'm still digging on it. It's It's been a minute, but yeah, I didn't Rambo get it at
0: first. I wasn't sure if we're going to be able to keep it on. Grandma, you are not allowed to watch Taxi Driver. Oh, okay? let me some Taxi Driver. You're at a weird time in your life right now. can't oh, keep man. away from that movie.
2: All the Scorsese movies, they're all, they're all excellent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would be
0: remiss, is that the right way of saying it? I would be remiss if I did not mention the Cannabis Club, the Exhale Cannabis Club in New Rochelle, New York, and just talk a little bit about the party we had there. It was very cool, man. Um, it is interesting. It's tied to a dispo. So there's a a dispo that's you know you go and buy your stuff at, and you come out and smoke. But they allowed you to bring any kind of weed in you wanted, and it was fucking really cool, man. Like
1: how is it operated? Is it like a monthly just uh, payment? You're part of a you know
0: a club fee to get in. Yeah, it was a, a club. They're able to do it, and I'm not sure if they can do this everywhere, but they had a club model where it was a private club, $10 a month, gets you uh, gets you a membership, and you're allowed to bring a guest. So it's kind of like a wink-wink. You know, it's pretty much yeah. a cover charge. Uh, of course, I'm there's no... You're going
1: to out- say you, you can't talk about the rules of the club until you're invited to the club. That, no, I was like, well, it's kind of a club lowdown, but
0: no, it's Okay. We're playing the game, and it was this girl, Grace, who was the proprietor there. She she does the club. Uh, The other guys do the... (laughs) Do do me a favor, Grandpa. Do You see, it says Grace was the proprietor club, but there were a bunch of other owners. This guy was um, one of the owners. Yeah, right there, man. Right there. I was wondering what the hell was happening with this dude, man. No, he just looks like he belongs. Like he looks like a missionary or something, right? He's got a giant. Are those rosaries hanging? What is that?
2: Yeah, I it's just think a so.
0: giant cross. And yeah. he was standing by the door, and he was doing security. So after a while, they just decided to smoke weed with him, and he was one of the owners, also, man. Yeah. But uh, hey, just a, a really cool place, man. Uh, I guess, it, like I said, a dispensary. Uh, this girl Grace is woman grace she seemed like a girl uh was running a place they had like fancy drinks with you know like fancy juice drinks like a juice bar yeah there's grace and lauren right there and they just did a really cool job man it was cool they had that student glass thing right in front of them i think that's how you say it yeah dude that is the most like cruelest gravity bong ever like it's just it just (laughs) keeps going man. it will hurt you man that thing that thing is for young folks uh, but it was interesting. Uh, really cool place, great time. Uh, and it was great to hang out. Uh, Mike was a commercial grower. Uh, Mike uses his real name, man. I guess if you're a commercial grower, I'm just calling you Mike anyhow, man. All right. Um, uh, yeah, and it was just great, man. Had all the guys. So, like I said, Jorf, <laughs> Jorf, Jorf. Uh, we had Juf there. Damn, I don't know if we're allowed to show any of this stuff, man. Um, <laughs> uh, Anyway, it was a great time, man. There's you brought the goods, man. It was cool though, man. It was amazing to be able to go to uh, just a, a club, man. And just be able to hang out and smoke weed with other people. We'll say my clothes, I've never had my clothes smell like that before. It was like being in like the teacher's lounge in the seventies, man. It was just, just smoke, man. I mean, I had to put my clothes in a bag when I got home because they smelled so much like smoke. <laughs> Wonder what it will be um, soon enough,
1: who's going to do it right first, where it's just completely, I don't know if those are two different business entities there, um, as far as the dispensary and the club, uh, but you should be able to have that all under the same licensing, where there's literally just, so that way it's probably a bit more profitable for the business owner when you go, hey, I got a little cannabis club, and you can buy a flower right from me right here. You don't even have to leave. You don't have to go out the door. Just come on up here. What's up? And there's a strip, strip club that- also. <laughs> right no, no, but but they, why,
0: they, isn't no, that what the news New York,
1: is about today <laughs> you said it's street street smoking techniques like it's not, It's pretty chill you can't just walk around in, in New York and smoke a joint like you're going to be looked at you weird
0: can. Or... You, you can I mean I had like a 6 foot 2 a gay guy mm. with like who was in a golden outfit just completely golden outfit and he walked by and gave me attitude because <laughs> I, I was smoking a little dog walker and he gave me one of those <laughs> Huh? Like uh, that is so 2022, man. All right. But, uh, yeah. All I got was a little bit of judgment from judgy people.
1: I mean, you do have to plan ahead for traveling. Like you said, you didn't have a balcony. Uh, did any of the windows even open up a little bit? Can't you just maybe blow right out the window? Of a hotel no. Too
0: risky. And I will tell Juf that he almost got me in trouble because the scent of raw marijuana was in the place. Just, just, Just from having the jar. I don't understand how a jar can smell so bad. But like I put a sealed <laughs> jar in, and it stunk up my luggage. I'm like this doesn't make any sense, man. But yeah, it's, it stunk like weed. But I was just I was uh, relegated to just rolling really little joints. Uh, uh, Jeff calls them dog walkers, and uh, I would just go out and smoke three quarters of it, and uh, that worked pretty well. That was it was kind of intense though. But I guess you could do the oneie. I almost brought my dugout, but uh, I didn't money out
1: the dube tube in a hotel room is that is that safe or not
0: no that was that's 1985 shit right there Come on. a metal one why well, don't you just get no. a metal one it looks like a cigarette while you're at it huh i do have a metal
1: one actually it's right here <laughs> a dgc Is that is that bad we use it a bit actually when they're just got to grab it on the go you know the dgc one here nice um So let's move on to the news, man. Let's move on to the news and hit up. uh, Actually, before the news, we got a few DGC producers to shout out here, man. I don't want to leave out anybody helping produce the show. I'm going to give it up to Milky Tricombs, Autoflower Ops, and Blue Ridge Mountain Grower. What's going on? DGC. Thank you.
0: Yo, I got to give a little, a little, I got to give a big word out to uh, the folks that showed up at the event, man. Big word himself. Uh, and we'll be reviewing all this cannabis uh, on the after show. Uh, Neutrino. Got really some some beautiful, stinky stuff over there. Joof, Mike, uh, his whole crew. Uh, it was really nice to see everybody, though. So thank you for the hospitality. And uh, I will be back. And... I brought, some, I brought some weed there thinking it was going to be all that. I got shown up, dude.
1: <laughs> You're always going to get shown up, man. When the way things, the, 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 how far the strains have come, uh, growing equipment, growing lighting, the ability to grow more growers coming on board. Like, yeah, it makes me not wait. I can't wait for the DDC cup, man, as far as seeing 50 specimens, 50 strains of what people are up to, um, two more hey, to my- shout out here too. Big shout out to some new DDC. Uh, Mazura, the weed wizard and mean bean toker lund. Nice. What's going on? Thank you, <laughs> DGC. <laughs> <the
2: news>. yeah. <laughs> That's a great name.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Missouri? Is that just how you say Missouri if you're from like Yeah. You're from Missouri. Oh, thank you. I didn't even
1: catch that. You're right. Toker yes, lund. that is Missouri. Yeah. In the news. Oh, yeah. Thanks, JPen87, for sending me this. The nation's first topless cannabis dispensary. Strip club owners float new idea in Western Mass. So, this is an interesting angle. Um, This is the two guys, Nicholas Nicholas Spagnola and Julius Sokol, the the co owners of Club Castaway. Scotty, can you show? I don't know if you can show the image uh, Mm -hmm. uh, there. The club castaway sign. looks like it actually make a cool T-shirt, actually. (laughs) That is Uh, so
0: strip club. That's like if you were just like, can you make my place look like a strip club? (laughs) Take a look down below. I mean, it's the most classic.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. So one of the owners is saying, hey, there's a unique retail experience that exists right now when you buy cannabis from a licensed establishment. I think being able to walk into an establishment that has topless staff is definitely exciting. It's totally unique. A sight to see. Now, I was
0: just in, curious in about your Vegas, opinions. On, just in Vegas, could that? you in Vegas, mm-hmm. could you buy like a gram of weed and get a free coupon for a prostitute? That's legal, right? Um It is. That's what's so fucked up. Jesus Christ, you go to jail for <laughs> you go to jail for a joint some places still. But in Vegas, you can just go buy. Isn't isn't prostitution legal in Vegas? Do I have that right? is that still a thing? <laughs> I remember being shocked by that, man. And then they and, came and up with the, what happens areas. in Vegas stays in I was like, what the kind of fucking world is this? <laughs> <laughs> so with these adults over here, man. I don't get it. Hey,
1: I think I think Banner's still in the studio, I believe. I could be yeah, forget, Banner's like, there. there was a the topless donut joint in Fort Collins, Colorado at one time and I'm like, where do you stop <clears throat> applying this as a marketing tool? I mean, I don't need Wait, to see topless I, women. Yeah, topless
0: we had our donuts in Fort Lauderdale in the '80s, man. And then they made that illegal, so they switched it to a bottomless donut shop, which was even more fucked up, <laughs> <off>, man. <laughs> South Florida was insane <laughs> back in the day. Hygiene, I mean,
1: yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah, it's against the rules. That's so. Excellent coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like I read it it for the articles. I go for the coffee. <laughs>
1: I was just curious, you know. We'd have to get into it. Obviously, some people, I guess, would say this is a very sexist. What's the point? We're here for the yes. flower. Um, you know, don't need to see topless women. I see this is obviously they're in, trying to have a marketing angle, and I guess I, I'm not oh, against lame. it if it works for their
0: establishment. Lame. I'm against it, man. Let's let get cannabis <laughs> is awesome, and have it stand on its own two legs. It's it's legitimate. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a legitimate medicine. It's an attitude adjuster for so many people. Uh, why do you have to muddy it up with exploiting women? Only
1: reason for these guys being in business is they have the licensing for both because they invested in getting licensing. They, they they bought one that was for sale, and they're like, hmm. Now we actually have licensing for you know, and they're willing to say, hey, if you allow us to do this, why, let, we'll get rid of the strip club. No stripping, no alcohol. Take our alcohol license world's a better place, you know? They're playing that angle with it to try and get licensing, which in itself doesn't sound horrible. That's not a sell for you.
0: The world needs strip clubs too. And you can even have them in the same shopping center but I don't think you just need to, you don't need to have them both together, man. You want to buy your weed, go walk down the street, buy your weed from a place. Well, it's funny because
2: when weed. I was on the road with uh, my buddy, PJ Johnson, we couldn't find weed. We we're out. And so we brought a, a little stockpile and the place that we found that you could always find weed, funnily enough, was the strip club. So we had bought weed from strippers before. I'm not so, saying I would, didn't do it would have huh? solved a big problem for us because we were buying the shadiest weed from the shadiest people. But amazing. The best that weed that we found while we were out was never any place other than Colorado. Any dispensary place like Chicago, terrible weed. Michigan, get out of here. But black market weed, psh, you know, people are growing the dank out there. I was pleasantly surprised. By the way, they're
0: dancers. All
1: right, they're dancers. dancers. All right. I was also just going to say that the Dude Grow Show um, does not support or condone or have an official opinion. Um, we stand know. for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last news article here: Cannabis chain once worth 1.7 billion called the Apple of Weed store is now nearly failing as the once hot pot industry faces major reckoning. Scotty, you've be covering this. It's been trending. We're seeing big business um, go out. They, this is the chain. Oh, we covered this before too, and it was Hot Med Men. They called it Med Men. Yep. Um, and they had chains in different states. They're in Illinois, California, um, and the company now says it only has one, 15.6 million in cash remaining and probably won't
0: make it through the year. Oh. So, what's up? Oh, that sucks, man. But I don't think it was a sustainable business model. And when you're growing all this, I don't know that the whole complete indoor growing is a sustainable business model. I think you're going to see people like uh, what Jaron was talking to us down about Florida, these giant light. You can either do light depth greenhouses or, uh, yeah, I guess they probably would do light depth. But there's beautiful greenhouses there that you could grow you know, millions and millions of dollars of weed in for a fraction of the cost that you can do it with uh, indoors. The indoors is insane. The amount of electricity, the amount of labor, uh, the amount of of la- you know, <laughs> labor twice man.
2: the cooling.
0: Yeah, it's just the energy yeah. that goes into it. The, you know, and those lights don't last forever. Air conditioners don't last forever. It's insane, and to grow a plant that naturally grows outside. The stocks are
1: down uh, initially at eight dollars for MedMen when it went public on the Canadian Securities Exchange. Now it's worth just four cents. Oh. Um, then stock hey. Tilray, it says, wait, oh, shares and other pot-related companies have also suffered. Most companies are down more than 90 cents from their original highs. More than 90, 90%, not 90 cents, 90% down. Oh,
0: Damn. Could you imagine that, buying that at eight bucks? This is why I don't play the stock market. I played a little bit of Bitcoin, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even lose Bitcoin. I lost my password. I broke my phone, and there's no way I'll ever get into my Bitcoin again. So, But dude, could you imagine... Eight bucks a share. You talk to your wife. Hey, honey, I'm going to invest our 80 grand in this. It's going to be worth millions. It's legal weed or 10 grand in it. Whatever the fuck your life savings is. Mm-hmm. And it goes down to what would that be? Four bucks.
1: Uh, yeah. A total yeah, four the, uh, I'm like you. I've put <laughs> money in the stock market maybe twice in my life. Nothing too crazy, but always looked at it as the, I may never see any
0: of this ever again. And I think that was the case both times. So.
2: I used to invest in
0: bamboo plants. I would buy like a $500 bamboo because it was like a rare species. And we had like maybe $800 in the bank to our name. My wife would be like, what the hell are you doing? But uh, it was the Batum Hitam. All right, man. You can't pass that up, brother.
2: (laughs)
1: All right, let's laugh. Hey, if you guys had a good time today, uh, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Come on, $10 a month pays for itself. In dividends and bonuses. And div- can I say dividends? No, Does that no, apply? man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you go. free 30% off recharge, real growers, uh, all the DDC giveaways, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Let's take a look at some memes. Here who you got.
0: Hey, it's Mr. Green Jeans, who's been with us for so long, man. What a badass, man. How you doing, brother? It says, can't clone autos, so? And it's the guy with the coffee cup who's like, change my mind. A femme auto strain that pops a late nanner, resulting in a couple of dozen more feminized seeds, is a good thing. Change my mind. I don't know what that means. <laughs> right? Did I'm you put either. this on? <laughs> I think so. A femme
1: auto strain that pops a late nanner, resulting in a couple dozen more feminized seeds. <laughs>
2: I think it's like the um, manner. Yeah, hate, that would be- you know, like I think it's just in general people always shitting on, yeah. on plants selfing themselves. It's like, hey, this one selfed itself. It's an uh, here in this situation where I can't get any more, this bad thing happened and it's a good thing. Changed my mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Put my fems in the uh <laughs> put my in, fems in it. in the strip club. They pop manners, man. Does that work? A
2: new sticker? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: uh it, man. let's
1: no, you had this last uh, little you call you can call it a meme when you're flying back, you got to pick
0: pick oh, out the Jesus. window here flying and pouring rain. I look out I like the window, it. I'm on the edibles. I'm on a lot of edibles. I look out the window and I see this, man. I'm like it's like, you know, salty <laughs> flying over the Hudson. And dude, that's a oh, lot nice. of rain going right into the engine. Like I guess I was sitting right in there, right next to the engine. It was rain or snow, but I'm just like, I guess everything will keep working, right? It'll keep working. <laughs> hmm. And then I did it make the handle mistake a mistake. I, sh- I showed my wife. I was like, "Dude, this is cool looking, isn't it?" And she almost had an anxiety attack. And I felt like it, I felt I felt bad <laughs> afterwards. That wasn't the intention. Okay. I'm a, a aviation like
1: ten percent geek, and so maybe next show, I thought there was some video of like how they actually like. Throw chickens or some shit like the biggest danger for an engine we can end it with this if you're flying is uh uh, hitting birds on Canadian
0: geese those freaking Canadian geese it's not just geese dude
1: but I I think they're like rated to handle like hopefully like dicing up a certain size bird regardless this isn't aviation talk that was my 10% geeking out although you like to sit at the airport and look out the windows and what's going on
0: uh that's good on edibles is that uh, what the post show is going to be, Grambo? It's just us Googling. This is deep
2: fascination. How they
0: test the engine's yeah. man.
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> DGC Patreon producers uh, going over to Patreon. Uh, this is the first time we're doing this. Give us a minute. It will be up, but uh, let's do a little post-show right now, man. Let's talk about these tank nugs. Well, the we nugs ha- wait,
0: wait, wait. We have to say uh, take her easy to everybody, man. We have wait, to yeah, officially yeah. end the yeah. show, man. <laughs> Can't go into a post-show without officially ending the show show, right? Peace peace out. Stay higher, DGC. We'll be coming at you very soon. Dude, take her easy, man.
2: Some people love to play up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for new.